It's a bitch hunt. 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 Jacob, do you want to lay this down for us? Lay, lay I can lay us. it. I can lay it down for you. I'm just going to tell you right now that this file is going to be about 150 megabytes. <laughs> oh, that's fine, dog. Yeah, okay. it's all good. It's all good. All right, all right, Pitch Hunt Nation. Let me set the scene for you. It is 1:29 a.m. <laughs> on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, Five and a half hours ago, we started a joint birthday party for uh, <laughs> Pitch Hunt co-host Luke Ramsey and regular Pitch Hunt contributor Ted Meyer. Not going to do the joke then. All right. No, because it's cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis All on right. the joint, am um, I right? <laughs> so yeah, uh, energy is high. Uh, some of us are sober, others not quite so much. Which ones of us are uh, sober? Uh, I'll just let the listeners decide <laughs> yeah. for themselves. I'll let them take a Hit wild us on Twitter. Guess. Listeners, okay, listener, l- let me level with you, listeners. Okay, tweet at us at uh, at pitch underscore hunt or uh, or Luke at pitch uh, score dot no. dot gov. <laughs> no. and nope. Let nope. us know which one of us is drunk, okay? It's going to be real tough. I'll just but, tell you that right I now, mean, listeners. Let's be real. We know... We we First of all, we love all of you listeners, but we know that you're not big tweeters because last time we put a Twitter prompt out there, nobody voted to tell us what we should do for this episode. <laughs> and that's why we had to bring on our good friend, Jordan Tyler, hey! to choose the prompt for this week. Say hello, Jordan. That's where you. That's where you say something. <laughs> Hi, I wasn't sure if you oh, were. Wait, I, you know. say- <laughs> <laughs> the the decor and his microphone is not working. <laughs> Are you kidding? Me? There is no noise coming from Jordan right. Tyler's microphone. All right, Jordan, 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 you can fix this. We can we can turn this ship around mid. All right. All Let's right. Do He's some troubleshooting here, Jordan. All right. Uh, we're going to keep on recording. I, I, I'll figure out a way to edit this. Okay, so. Um, uh, yeah, there's nothing so far that has to be edited out, Will. Nothing has to get edited. This is the perfect episode. Uh, hopefully, Jordan will be joining us. Uh, he has left the Google Hangouts call. Uh, he is nowhere to be seen. Maybe we'll just, like, never hear from him ever again. Like, maybe this is the end of our friendship with Jordan. <laughs> But he never told us what the theme was going to be for this week. <laughs> so what are we going to pitch without him? Luke has, been, Luke has been wanting to get the theme for this episode for the last uh, hey, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah, 40, he, he 45 seems to be minutes. back. Hey, back. Jordan. He's back. Hey, hey, uh, hey. We can hear him. Yeah. Jordan, are you recording? I'm, I'm still, still recording. recording. All right, awesome. 
Okay, cool. That's fantastic. All right, so Jordan is our guest. We're uh, say hello to Pitch Hunt Nation. Hi, Jordan. welcome, pay, yeah, Pitch Hunt to- Nation. My name is Jordan Tyler, <laughs> and I am I am thrilled and astonished that I am both here and it is working. Nice, dude. <laughs> We couldn't be happier to have you, Jordan. We really couldn't. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, but part of the part of the uh, missing audio from when you jump, jumped off of the the hangouts call was Luke panicking hardcore because he had asked you so many times uh, for the prompt that you're going to give us this week, and he was very worried that you weren't going to come back on, and we were going to be stuck not knowing after we made such a huge deal of not telling him what the prompt was going to be luke so i think without without well, no, any further no, 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 ado no, we need a little bit more foreplay man you can't just jam yeah, it in I, there i can i can let, develop some foreplay i can uh, i, I can right. tease tease around all the what, uh, all the sensitive spots let's 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 Th- thank you. So we're we're trying to introduce Jordan here to Pitch Hunt Nation, and we've already established he's a delicate lover. Yeah, uh, and I think that we should. Uh, yeah, well, let's let's just uh, let's just let's just uh, play some some hot potato here. Some uh, fucking uh, what's the word? Uh, fast and loose uh, Scrabble with you, Jordan. Uh, oh, uh what what's your favorite movie? <laughs> my my this my favorite movie is probably Hot Fuzz. And I know that that is annoying because it's been mentioned as one of that's Jacob's movie, the hosts, you fucking plagiarist. I know, one of the hosts favorite movies on a previous episode. And so I I really unfortunately it, there's a reason that it's more than one person's favorite movie. Uh, I'd say up there, maybe in top three, is I love Blade Runner quite a bit. Mm, mm, um, mm, I yeah. like mm, Alien. Mm, cl- classy pick. Science of the Land. How do you feel about How do you feel about Blade starring Wesley Snipes? Blade Storm with Wesley Snipes, I have not seen. I think he said Blade starring Wesley oh, Snipes. I thought he said Blade Star, and I was like, it sounds really fucking cool, but I have Blade not seen Star it. Blade Star sounds fucking dope, dude. Please tell me that your 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 theme is going to be Blade movies called Blade now, Star. I, I wish. Blade Blade is not too far away from the theme, though, that I, I was thinking about for today. Okay, okay. Um, you know... As you folks know, over the, the past two or uh, even three decades, uh, there have been a number of attempts to merge other kinds of media onto the big screen, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Please give me an example. <laughs> and one, one word that is consistently done wrong every single time is video, video game movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, preach, sure. preach, sister. Sure, 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 right. Sure, sure. So we, you know, we had uh, such such defeats, uh, such as the Mario Brothers film, um, mm-hmm. Classic, Pixel, but hot, hot garbage, gar- hot garbage. Pixel, Pixel was Pixels, great. Yeah, was, yeah we can all agree yeah. that Pixel was that was, that was pr- like a, probably our generation Citizen Kane. <laughs> but go on, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty, yeah, a pretty bad film. Um, <laughs> The exception that breaks yeah, the like rule. Rose one say. Bullshit, right? a, a Doom. Yeah. There is a Doom film, which I think I, I think uh-huh. that was one of the first films that had The Rock in it. 
if I remember correctly. It was. But maybe. And that was also... Mm-hmm. I don't know that to be true, but Extremely it bad. The only reason Doom was extremely bad was because it had like a 12-minute sequence that was a first-person shooter, and it just was terrible. Yeah. It's... I don't... I haven't seen the movie, well, but I can't imagine how that could possibly like... not be great. It, it, and it, it really surprises me that the, the film industry continues to do so poorly with this, considering the kind of sort of breath and passion that video games bring, such as uh, my good friend Scott Abdella. I have seen him destroy more controllers out of love and hate and and televisions from throwing controllers at couches and not understanding terminal velocity and the bouncingness of cushions. Um, you know, but uh-huh. there, there's I mean, just a lot of passion. Physics there. are hard, Jordan. Physics are physics hard. are difficult. No, I, I I agree with you 100%, Jordan. And the other thing is, um, I think more so recently, probably there's some really really phenomenal storytelling that goes on in video games. Um, there still are a lot of video games. Like, I don't think there would ever be a Doom movie that wasn't just like brain dead stupid. Because that is, a, you know, it's a, it's an inherently pretty stupid game. But there are some really beautifully written games out there uh, that have complex characters, complex stories, um, and I think that it, it's it's as baffling to me as to you as to why there hasn't been a really great video game um, crossover into the film film world so i'm very interested to yeah, explore so I, this i mean i i hate to be a contrarian but it, to me it makes perfect sense right tell me tell me why how many hours do you spend playing a video game well it depends on the game it, yeah <laughs> what is the least number of hours you've spent beating a story mode of a game maybe like four yeah i'd say i'd say about four yeah there's some pretty short games out there and that's the point you're trying to make but films are like at most what two and a half hours, three hours if you're really pushing yeah, that mark. You're fucking Peter Jackson, am I right, lads? <laughs> <laughs> like with with films, you you just can't give the same amount of time and dedication that a video game provides someone. Like you you I, build I, that attachment as a video game player because you spend the time. And film can't provide that, so that's why it's such a hard thing to adapt to film. Now, now, when it's my only problem with that, that argument is, is that is something I could see myself also saying about like comic book superheroes as well, right? Like something, mm-hmm. something yeah. like the the X Men. It's like, well, you have fifty years of material, you know, like thousands of pages about these people how could you possibly cut this down into a two-hour film and yet it is done well and increasingly done more and more well as we move forward but the thing with comic books is that they can selectively choose parts of the plot and as a consumer of comic books like your consumption of the plot is separate from the amount of time that you put into it like you can appreciate a good segment of the plot without having a separate attachment to like playing through that. Part of the attachment think- of a video game is just playing it and struggling through it, and you don't get the same thing with like reading something. I think that there's there's uh, there is some some serious meat on the bone of your point, Luke. Um, but 
I also I also think that you know you you look at a, a a a book series like The Lord of the Rings and the number of hours that you put into reading that and immersing yourself in that world. Um, it has been proven time and time again that you can take a you know, like a, a a vast novel, a vast world of a of a book that may take you you know dozens of hours to read and immerse yourself in and it can be distilled down into a, a very very effective film sure but that's um, just because written description can be condensed into visual medium really compactly whereas a visual representation of a video game can't be distilled down into a visual representation of well, the story gameplay itself I, I can't yeah well i th- it can and it can't but that's why this is such a challenging prompt it is a challenging prompt. And I, I think I'm kind of like hovering in between the two camps. I think that like um, the problem is like a lot of the time when you play video games, they leave the character a little bit ambiguous or maybe make him kind of like a boring generic sort of like nothing character so that you can kind sometimes of like do 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 whatever you want with it, you know, Um I don't know. I think that you can get away with having a two-dimensional character um, or even a one-dimensional character with video games and still have it be a great video game because a good video game is just like a well-designed game that has good mechanics. And so like you can have you can have like a doom like a doom guy for example we're talking about doom earlier doom guy is not really a character he just like cocks his gun and is like a badass and that's still right. great because just like doom a is a fucking fun empty game vessel of destruction yeah. yeah but but like yeah you can't really like get away with that with a story so, you know I guess maybe probably part of the problem is that video game stories are just shit most of the time okay well, th- yeah, this is this is where I differ with you on your point, Will, because that's just massively op- oversimplifying things. And again, I agree that there are some types of video games, like the kind of video games that you were describing. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. Shallow, I, shallow, uninteresting. You're right. I'm characters. a fucking pedestrian when it comes to my video game <laughs> story taste, Jacob. You're correct, Jacob. My, I am a I'm fucking sure, rude. Listen, well, I'm not. I'm a rude when it comes you. to the video games I play. Well, you're correct. I'm not, that was not meant as a personal attack. Well, wait, wait, I'm, I'm personally not. not arguing that video game storytelling is weak because I don't think it is. I think there are some great video no, game I narratives think, out there. I just think if you're a dedicated video game player, you're never going to find a film adaptation of a video game more satisfying than playing through the game that you love. I, I think that that might, you know, I, I, and I think maybe this is where the films go wrong, right? Where it's like when we talk about, like, a film video game, like one that comes up a lot right now for this stuff is The Last of Us. Um, if if yep. you're not familiar with it, it's a very sort of story-driven game. And it's like, yes, doing a film version of The Last of Us is never going to be as satisfying as playing the game. And I would agree with that point, but I think... The thing is, is that somewhat similar to books is you have games that kind of create these sort of worlds and storylines and characters in which you would have opportunities to expand on them into film um, in a successful way. And I, I think, I don't know, one thing that we, we haven't really talked about as an example here, and I know it's not a film, 
but like the the Witcher TV show that just came out. And I know it was books first and then it was a game and now it's a TV show. But you know, it's taken something that was a world that was particularly popular and instead of saying like we're going to try to make this TV show exactly like the first game of The Witcher, it says we're going to take this character in this expanded world and do something interesting in the visual medium with them of film. Yeah. Or or just or just tell a, a, a different story. Like I, I I I I'm kind of arriving at my view of this being that trying to distill down an entire video game into a movie is maybe not a wise thing. But setting a film in a video game universe, it could be a very already very well established, well known video game universe, and telling it maybe a different story. Um, using established characters and just telling, you know, spinning spinning an old yarn about something that happens in that universe, I think could could work really well. Um, so yeah, somehow this so, turned into one of the one of the most. So why don't you pitch uh, that? Why don't you pitch one of those? Holy shit! Games? Are we so so we're doing we're doing like a, 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 a erotic thriller again? Erotic thriller part two. <laughs> What is that? What you, is that where you're going with this? Well, you want to lead us off. <laughs> one, one thing that I will say. One thing I will say, Jordan. Yes. I gotta say that you really, you really know how to spark the conversation in us. I'm gonna call you Professor Jordan from now on. I consider him to be Professor Jordan. Yeah, Doc Tyler. Doc Tyler. Oh shit, that's really good, Doc Tyler. All right. All right, so I am I am willing to to start us off if you if you guys you. want. Wait, I think so we are doing it. video games, right? And right? I think video video game yeah, adaptation. Yes. I, I think just to end that conversation and move into the actual portion of the podcast where you do the things that the three of you are known for doing. To be clear, as well as I am not saying pitch me the uh, an exact plot from a video game in a film mode i'm saying take a a piece of a video game a character a part of the world you know you i i want it to be sort of very open you know um jordan i love how you sure. fucking demand the best of us man you're t- <sighs> you're gonna get like a fucking three chili peppers on rate my professor dude i i love it all right so what i'm gonna do um i have a so I, I'm gonna decide. I'm gonna say right now that my uh, film is gonna be set in the Zelda universe. I love uh, it already. I am holding up. I am holding up right now to the camera a fortune cookie. Inside this fortune cookie will be my prompt. <laughs> oh, dude! Are you following this? Living on the fucking edge, dude. Th- this is me right now. Just a. Uh, Listeners, for it. Uh, b- believe me when I say he's got an actual fortune cookie in his hands. I can see it on the hangout. Take a look at this fortune cookie. Is it? Has it been cracked? It has not. It's is not been cracked f- at all, dude. Is There's there been no, f- to see what's no been signs of tampering. As the impartial fourth party, I will say that it has not been tampered with. <clears throat> and Jordan has no reason to lie to you. He has no reason whatsoever to lie to you. All right, so here it goes. Oh, he fucking eats it too, right into the mic. Nice. You gotta eat the entire thing All before right. you can read the fortune. That's the way the fortune oh, cookie. It's making me hungry. He's holding up a finger. 
to you listeners. He, he's not quite done eating and not quite ready to read the fortune. But he's almost there. This is a bad idea. Well, you, you gotta go with it now, Jacob. I gotta go with it now. Um, so my fortune says, you will have good luck in your personal affairs, which is the biggest load of non... It's non. It's nothing. No, you'll have good luck in your personal affairs. It's something very, very... Like, I can imagine you know the link. Go, I know go, exactly go where it's, I know exactly where I'm going with this. All right, so we open the film on Link awaking, uh, awaking from his slumber in a bed in the in Kakariko Village. Sure, uh, he's been adventuring a little bit. He is uh, given Epona a little bit of a rest. Uh, he's he's taken a snooze in Kakariko Village. Uh, he's talking with the villagers. He's been. Hanging out here for a couple of days, um, and he meets a a wise old man there. Um, I guess he he wakes up, gets out of bed, uh, walks to his front door, and outside of his front door, there's an old man feeding some chickens. And uh, Link has never seen this old man before, and uh, so Link, being the talkative, verbose guy that he is, strikes up a conversation. <laughs> Link has such a personality, dude. He does. Starts a, starts up a conversation with this old man, and uh, he's he's kind of used to. I mean, depending on the iteration of the story that you want to go with, he's kind of <laughs> used to being 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 known as as you know the hero of Hyrule in this, and he's kind of used to people knowing who he is. But this old man has no idea who he is, um, and so Link takes the opportunity to tell the story of the the many many adventures that he has had. Um, I don't know. I haven't decided which which Legend of Zelda universe that this is set in, um, but I think that the his recounting of the stories is going to be kind of a mishmash, a little bit, bit of a hodgepodge of a lot of different uh, a lot of different adventures that he's gone through. He'll talk a little bit about you know turning into a into a wolf boy and Twilight Princess, and talk about how he got to some crazy adventures, turning into that wolf boy and running around and stuff. Uh, he's going to talk about talk about how he is gone back in time and stuff he's going to talk about uh the many times that he has fought ganon uh yet ganon just seems to he just seems to come back no matter How what the old heck is he this does link? this link is a healthy uh uh 32 years old oh man 32 year old link yeah which is which is older than i think any iteration of link I could be very wrong about this. I haven't even come close to playing all the Zelda games, but he's generally a, a boy or well, a young he's man. He's usually a swaddling yeah, babe in most of the games. So similar to the old fat Peter Parker in yeah. Into the Spider Verse. That's a great analogy. That's a, that's a terrific analogy. Yeah. So this is. I, I wouldn't say that he's he's jaded in the same way that that but he's Peter fat, Parker. But just as fat. Please, yeah. Yeah. Let him he's be fat, fat sure. dude. He's fat. He's he's yeah. He's done a lot of crafting. He's he's cooked up a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of those flaky Hyrule bass and uh, yeah. And you know he's he's lived pretty well because after all this adventuring, he's gotten a lot of rupees together. You know, he's he's living pretty comfortably. And basically, at this point in his life, he's just kind of he's just kind of wandering around, uh, doing his thing. You know, when uh, when adventure calls, he he takes the call and he goes off adventuring and stuff. Um, but so he's, he's talking about all of this with the, the old man, he's feeding the chickens with him. Um, and this old man is just kind of listening and nodding along. And, uh, 
eventually Link just kind of trails off after he has spent a long time. We get some really great montages of of past adventures. Uh, kind of again a little bit spider verse I think I want to use like different the different animation styles of the different games sort of to sh- show oh, shit. I, don't, I don't know I don't know if I uh, is, I, is, is it, it animated or is, is it, it live action That's that's okay. what I'm struggling with right now like it, would it be would it be like sacrilege to do a live action uh, live action link. I don't know. I think it I would know. be difficult to find an audience if you didn't do a live action link. It. W- I think it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Again, going back once again to to Spider Verse. It was. It was a very successful movie. That was an animated film. Yeah, but that do you know how many other Marvel many. animated movies there? Yes. Are? Yeah, and they've all been whole... drowned out. And they've all been drowned out. You're absolutely right. So we're going to go... I'm going to uh, give a task to you three. Find me a Link. Find me a, a middle-aged Link a to play my Link. Year old link? A 32-year-old Link? A 32-year-old. You know it's got to be Henry Cavill, man. He's... No, Link's got to be... <laughs> I don't know that he's portly enough either. You want, he's not, oh, he's not portly want or... Link, that's right. We don't or want like or a, blonde enough. Um, okay. Just I think like on that it, for a moment. I can't think of anyone who looks more like Link than Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson can absolutely play 32, <laughs> even at this age. No, that is canon. Owen Wilson. Are there even like, like actors who are 32 years old, man? I can't nah. even think. <laughs> no, nah, there's like there's a lot of actors that are. You got Jacob Tremblay holding down the young actor. Yeah, there's a bit of a uh, gap there at 32, huh? You got Jacob Tremblay, a few actors in their 20s, and then you go straight to Owen Wilson. Uh, so I guess we'll just peg Owen for this. He can be a little older than 32, I guess. I I'm, was not, thinking, I'm not married. I was to gonna 32. say just just in case you wanted to know, I was gonna say Nick Frost. Nick Frost, <laughs> actually, Nick Frost would be pretty spectacular. That would uh, it would take in a little bit of a different direction, but it's just the best direction that it could be. He taken would have in. so much so enthusiasm for the role. Nick Frost is. You know who's thirty two? Nick Frost is Link. Who's thirty two? Haley Joel Osment. You know what? I love that too. Um, Haley Joel Osment. They're gonna pull a. What's that one movie where there's like six different actors that play the same character? That Bob Dylan movie. Yeah, the Bob. Well, there's the Bob Dylan movie, and then there's like uh, I don't remember the the that one with Heath Locke. Ledger's last movie, The Vampire Diaries, whatever that was. Yeah, the vamp. That's definitely what I'm thinking. Doctor Parnassus. Doctor Parnassus. Yeah, the Imaginarium. So it's going to be one of those, except instead of six actors, it's going to be part Haley Joel Osment, part Nick Frost, uh, depending on the scene. Haley Nick will do all the uh, he'll do all the action scenes. Haley will do all the love scenes. Um, <laughs> What's Owen Wilson? Spoiler do? alert! S- spoiler alert! Oh, Owen Wilson. He'll Owen just Wilson be there to is, say. He wow. can play the old man. He'll be, he will play. He will play both. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be kind of a two character show. That's not true at all. Um, Nick <laughs> Owen, Owen Wilson will play Link's uh, long lost older brother. Uh, 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 give me a Twink. name. Twink. Scabbers. <laughs> uh, no, that's already been used. Uh, I kind of like Twink. We'll, Link and Twink. <laughs> we'll call him. We'll what call about, him. What we'll about Scabbard? Scabbard. Yeah, his his badass, long lost older brother Scabbard. So Owen Wilson is Scabbard. Um, 
Anyway, back to back to where we were in the plot. The uh, link is coming. Nick Frost slash Haley Joel. It's just going to kind of cut between the two of them uh, during like this the same scene. They'll be made up to look like vaguely like each other. Uh, nothing will be done about the accents though. Um, but he'll he's telling this story and he gets to the end of the story and old man Owen Wilson is like first he's like wow. Um, but then, then he's like, I notice, I notice that there's a common thread throughout all these stories. Uh, you know, you risk your life to save this princess Zelda. Um, but at the end of each story, you kind of just, you know, when the next story starts, you're back to square one with her. Like, what's the deal? Like she, she's a real, you know, like it's, it's clear to me that you love her dearly. Um, but you never seem to really make any progress in that relationship. Why is that? And Link um, sits for a moment and he thinks, he's a thinking Link, and he's like, you know what? I really don't know. You know, maybe it's that uh, I've been so invested in these adventures that I've never really given the two of us a chance. Um, But gosh darn i really would like to you know she's a she's an a1 gal uh she's a badass she can fight she is wise she is she is smart as a whip um you know what you've inspired me old man i the you know i i have i have been on so many adventures i have conquered so many so many foes but the one thing that i have never truly conquered is princess zelda's heart and so the rest of the film is a grand Zelda, Legend of Zelda-esque adventure. Ganon has, you know, as this conversation is ending, a dark cloud drops over Kakariko Village, and there's a big old Ganon voice who's like, Yo, you thought I was gone, but guess what? Ganon is back. Come at me, bro. And Link's like, Well, heck, I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone here. And Owen Wilson is like, yeah, I should have mentioned that the other common theme in this is that you've never really killed Ganon. Like, you've <laughs> defeated him many times, but he keeps on coming back. And Link is like, bro, like, you are so you, so, you get me. Like, you get me like nobody except, I guess, Zelda has ever gotten me. And so, in the interest of time, we'll just skip through the entirety of the adventure that I could have probably should have spent most of my time on uh but just just believe you me it's swashbuckling uh there's lots of lots of foes for him to defeat he's got some caves that he's got to go into he's got puzzles that he's going to solve uh but at the end of this adventure unlike any other adventure he reaches uh hyrule castle ganon's there a block in the gate zelda is in the castle link is like zelda here's the deal baby I got the hots for you. I think you're dynamite. I think the two of us together would be like peanut butter and jelly. So what say you? We team up together. We slay this big old monster here. And then we do the dirty. And so there a massive battle scene ensues. Uh, Zelda enters from the rear. Link from the front. They give, uh, they give old Ganon the old what for. Uh, and then on his corpse... Uh, the end of the movie is a 15 minute long sex scene. Oh, dude, right on the corpse, too? Nasty, dog. 
not only nasty, but deeply cathartic. Um, I guess that's it's not what the, the last fans ten, have been wanting. It's not the last 10 minutes. It is what the fans have been wanting. Uh, the, that's not the last 10 minutes, though, because they got to get hitched. They got to get married. They got to have a big old wedding at Hyrule oh, Castle. yeah. And boy, do they ever. Can I, can, and can I make one suggestion here? Just something for you to chew on yes. as you're talking about this. Absolutely. I, I like Absolutely. this idea of thinking about, like, you know, the, the looped histories and things like this. It'd be amazing if uh-huh. you brought in some sort of, like, eternal sunshine kind of uh, of piece into this, too, where it's... He has had uh, his memories of sort of being with Zelda erased at the end of every time. Of oh the my loop. god, you're so right. You're so, so unbelievably right. Yeah, that absolutely needs to happen, and as they... As he enters her, all of these memories come flashing <laughs> back, and he remembers that this this has sort of happened before. Like he's had, he's actually had again. sex with her a bunch again. of times. Well, not maybe not specifically that, but like he's had the these emotional, like highly emotionally charged moments with her when they both realize that they they love they love one another. Ma- uh, no, but I, I I I love that, and they realize that maybe I don't know, maybe uh, maybe not Ganon, but like some other evil force has been wiping these memories, and maybe there's like a crazy. Well, maybe is, maybe Ganon maybe Ganon for, does it, and that's why he's never killed him because he, uh, he uses Ganon to reset his memories when he needs to. Oh, oh my shit. god! Oh, he's like self medicating. He's like, oh damn, Zelda broke my heart. Better have Ganon erase my memory. And and tied into all of that is the deep pain that comes with uh, the fact that he's had this older brother that left him and his family when he was younger. Oh yeah. And so he is he is incapable of of like allowing himself to to be happy and have these connections, which is why he he needs to have his memory erased. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Maybe he has yeah. a couple of like rebounds with like the daughter of the Lon Lon Ranch or you know, oh, yeah, other. dude. There are so many. There are so many fine ladies across there are the, of, the Legend yeah, of Zelda. There are a lot universe. of fine, fine young women across the land that maybe he has some rebounds with. You know? He had some rebounds with, but he didn't even really realize why he was what he was rebounding yeah. from. Maybe he realizes he's kind of an asshole. You know, like as he as he gets his memory back and he realizes he actually has to like. Uh, make good on on the ways in which he's fallen short. Well, I mean, first off, he has to he has to stop, like, because the other clear addiction that he has in this series is his property damage addiction of just smashing jars. <laughs> oh yeah, jars yeah fuck! He just goes into people's right. houses and yeah. ruins yeah. their jars the, the, and steals. It's their a post credit montage of him going back and apologizing for all of the jars That's he's beautiful. he's broken. God, there's so much catharsis in this movie. It's insane. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to end it there. I'm just going to point out to the listeners, you may not have heard Luke's voice here for a little while. I am fairly certain that about 10 or 15 minutes ago, he straight up fell asleep. Yeah, I think Luke's asleep as fuck, dude. He may not be with <laughs> us anymore. He may not be with us. Um, shall we... Shall we... Uh, Shall we charge on to your pitch and hope that he wakes up? Yeah, at some hopefully point? he'll well. wake up some somewhere in the middle of this. All right, what should I? 
what should I what should I do, dude? I have fu- no fucking clue, man. It needs to be so powerful. I, s- I stole I stole a really good I I stole a really good uni- universe there. But you did. That, yeah. that was excellent, Jacob. Zelda is like the Thank universe. You. It's the that, the best. That pass, I'm, like, ca- I'm calling Luke. That passed my very high to, like, professional standards. Yeah, we can wake Luke up, and also, like, fuck, I need to, like, find something so powerful that it'll, it'll get to Luke in his dreams, you know? So, let me, let me throw just an inkling your way, Well, Yeah. In my, and I think possibly your opinion, (laughs) the grandpappies of the video game universe are The Legend of Zelda and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh-huh. Luke, welcome back. Hey. Luke, you're back. Sorry. With <laughs> no worries. No worries. We forged on without you and, in fact, didn't realize that you were asleep. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, like, I was taking a snooze, but it wasn't because your pitch was dull. <laughs> <laughs> well, the listeners will be the judge of that. I ship it. All right. Sorry. sorry oh, Jacob, shit, that's we, right. You're telling me. You're, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah we ship, ship it, your ship pitch. Ship it. Ship it. <laughs> Hell, hell yeah. Thank you. Th- look, look how Luke just jumped right back into action and and got us back on track without even knowing it. Yeah. That's that's the the true mark of a of an audio professional. Amazing. So will. Yeah. You were going to Oh, I thought thing? you were going to throw me a line. No, that's fine. Oh, I All just right. threw I just threw the Mario line. The Mario line. Fuck Mario, that's, dude. No, I'm not going to do All Mario. right. Yeah. I'm not going to do Mario. So Are you sorry kidding for me? He's going to do Wario. I'm going to do Wario. <laughs> Wario's like the thing I love about Wario is he's just basically he's pervert Mario, dude. He's just like fucking nasty Mario. So like, all right, yeah. There's an interesting do- film in there. We're doing this right. So fucking Mario, golden boy Mario. Parents love him the most. He's the fucking uh, just the the golden boy the relation of the whole family right he he fixed all the pipes he got all of the fucking plants out of there that's actually like mostly what mario people don't know this they think it's about saving peach right which is I, saving the princess is like the plot of every single nintendo franchise but like the thing is really it's about cleaning out those pipes, right, of the piranha plants. The piranha plants are a fucking scourge on the municipal water system. And and Mario's just handled all this shit. He's gotten his fire flower. He's fucking just taken a fucking torch 
to the whole entire pipe system. Oh shit. Okay, Luke, I promise you're not going to fall asleep during this one. It's really good. <laughs> and 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 war, war like Wario is just like really mad about this. He's like you you fucking idiot. Why why is why is Mario so so great? So he's like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to make mom and dad happy because I So in this universe, Mario and Wario are brothers they're yeah they're brothers mario okay. and mario are brothers dog okay can okay. i you said yeah. ask another very important question before i let you get too far as well which is the same one i asked jacob is this going to be live action or not and if so yeah it's going to be live who is, action who dude. is playing wario <laughs> just looks it's got to be some grotesque it's gonna be yeah it's gonna I mean, be I, it's gonna be john reese davies dude okay it's gonna be john I, I was almost gonna suggest Jesus. danny devito i'm thinking about him playing penguin oh my god that would be so he great he'd be really good too though wouldn't he yeah and he's like actually italian whereas john reese davies is a i, don't know, I assume he's scottish but like yeah, all right, we'll go with Danny DeVito. Jordan, you're really carrying this podcast, aren't you? <laughs> all right, so, so Danny DeVito, fucking Danny DeVito is Wario, dude. <laughs> he is jealous as fuck of, of Mario, who is played by some beautiful Italian, young Italian who's, boy. Who's that, who's that guy? Mario, what's his face? His it's name gonna, is Mario. It, it, it'll be it'll be played by it, you know it's gonna be Josh Groban. I don't know if he's actually Italian, but Josh Groban is gonna be Mario. I don't think he's Italian at all, but that's great. That's great. I love it. You <laughs> can be Italian, an honorary Italian for this bitch. And so he he uh, um, Wario is like trying really hard to win his parents' affection. His parents. His parents in this universe are Bowser and um and Donkey Kong. <laughs> sure, why not? Bowser and Donkey Kong are, are Wario and Mario's parents. <laughs> and so here's the thing, right? They're trying to win he's trying to win Bowser and Donkey Kong's affection, but he can't really do it because he's just like such a shithead, you know? <laughs> so the entire movie it's kind of like a just a screwball comedy of him like kind of trying to stick it to Mario but also um but also kind of win his parents affection through like an amorous deed it's a little bit it's kind of a it follows the same DNA contours of Hot Rod uh the movie oh, with yeah. Andy Sandberg where like you know he's like he's like trying to like impress his father but he's also like trying to beat the shit out of his father at the same time <laughs> and like it's it's like kind of the same thing like he doesn't actually it's kind of like it's part toxic masculinity part like just he's kind of a very odd idiot and he just like yeah, doesn't yeah, really yeah. know how to like appeal to his parents but like he's going to try really really hard and so um, maybe there's this race with Boo. Oh shit, Luke, 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 stay with me, Luke. Luke, Luke this is really good. Seriously, Luke. All right, there's gonna be a fucking race with Boo. All right, Boo. The thing about Boo, he's like a ghost, <laughs> and, go, and he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna race, he's gonna race Boo, and he's gonna. Look, for some reason, fucking Josh Groban can't beat Boo. 
who's played by Jeff Jeff Goldblum, and and yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to beat he's trying to beat Boo. Boo kind of like in this one, like Jeff Goldblum is wearing like a ghost, like a like he's wearing like a very like lame ghost costume. Seriously, Luke, it's really good. And he and he's but he's got like a he's got like a, he's got like a carpet going, and he's like he's really fast. He's really fast on that. And so then he, anyway, he tries to beat Boo. Seriously, Luke, it's really good. And then he and then and then he beats and then he beats Boo by um he beats Boo uh because he um he farts really hard and he's able to propel himself past Boo. And then that like gets the attention Wait, okay, of his parents. Okay, sorry. This is the wrong time to be asking this. But are we talking about Wario or Waluigi? We're talking about Wario, you dummy. I may dummy. have had Waluigi in my mind the entire time. <laughs> I think Waluigi I think it will is... make a cameo, but he's going to be like some tall, like evil motherfucker. He's going to be like, oh shit, who's like a tall Clay idiot? Stephen Merchant. Yeah, yeah Stephen yeah, Merchant yes. is going to be yes, 100%. Waluigi, and he's going to be 100%. like super. He's going to be super posh and foppish, and he's going to be like a complete idiot. And he's going to just gonna like show up at one point, and then they're going to like, um. Like, Wario's just gonna, like, fucking do what Wario does. He's gonna, like, drive a fucking uh, motorcycle over Steven Mergent's head. And, the, and, and then that'll be the end of Steven Mergent. But anyway, he's gonna, win of- the, he's gonna win the affection of... <laughs> Luke, now that you're awake for this, you're really liking it. I'm telling you, man, it's good. It's good. He's delirious. <laughs> <laughs> and and then yeah and then and then that's gonna be that's gonna be the end he's gonna uh, he's the, the the final end there's gonna be like this huge musical build up and then donkey kong's gonna just like from behind his back give him a big bunch of bananas and a single tear is gonna roll down danny devito's cheek and then that's, that's the end of the movie that is so beautiful well I followed most of uh, it. Uh, a lot of it was spent just watching Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish we could have Luke. video for this because yeah. it was the, really the good. about five minutes trying to explain the boo scene was lost to me. But <laughs> I think I got the general he's idea. Gonna, he's gonna. I mean, I was really distracted by Luke falling slowly falling in on his microphone. But like, <laughs> I seriously, I was awake. <laughs> well. Seriously, Jeff Goldblum is gonna he's gonna be boo. He's gonna be like super flashy, like too hot for this shit. He like he's won every single race. Well, know? what I like what um, I like about this pitch is you took that list of pitfalls that we started with in the introduction and you sort of just used it as a checklist for your pitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my my whole thing, I'm I'm being like sort of subversive here. What if every single video game movie is actually really good, and we should do more of that? So you're saying what? <laughs> so you're saying all of the what if everybody's the, been wrong all along? What if everybody's yeah. been wrong all along? Actually, we just need more of this shit, you know. So and that's what I gave you. Farther we need, into yeah, it. we need yeah, more yeah, yeah. mortal combats. Is basically what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So okay, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah, along yeah. that lines, then who is playing Bowser? 
in your live a- your Bowser, live action oh, film. Shit, that yeah. Bowser. Yeah. Oh man, let me tell big you, fella. Bowser. Got to be a big fella. It's got to be a big fella. A, bi- it's a big be... fella in a in a dragon costume. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be John Goodman, right? It's got to be John he's Goodman. He's not that big anymore. He's no, he's he's slimmed down. He's looking great these days. But I think he I can think still we've already pull it talked off. about this, haven't we, on the pod? I think we, John Goodman. We, we may up. have, but he has the gravitas to play Bowser, no question. And that's oh, what it's man. really about. It's not about how physically big you are. It's how big you can play. And that boy, that that man can play big. Yeah, I mean, because he was already Sully. Sully's a big fella. That's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. It's, it's got a softer heart to be sure, but yeah. I think he could, I think he he is the only. Now that you've said it, he's the only man I could imagine playing Bowser. I should. I think. I think we really need to ship this so yeah. that Luke can get to his pitch. I that don't shit, know yeah. what we were thinking having Luke go last. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100%. I All shipped right, the hell ship. out of it. Please recommend your friends to listen to our podcast. We'd really love it. It would mean a lot if they give us a shot. It don't take a lot of fun to listen to our podcast. We're just talking. And sometimes there's songs. The thing that's challenging for me is that I Go on. have never really played many video games. You've played plenty of video games, man. Okay, go on, Luke. Was there a second part to that statement? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, but there is one video game that I've played and loved. No. I've been, not I, true. Was, I was planning to. <laughs> I was planning to use the time that you were pitching... To create my pitch in my head, but then I kind of dozed off, so I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, let's let's split spitball a little bit. Video games that I know that you played: Tony well, uh, Hawk, American Wasteland. Oh yeah, yes. The uh, the backyard, one that's coming backyard. to mind, yeah, for me is Backyard Baseball, which mm. I I know Jordan, you're not gonna like this. For, so for the listeners who don't know me. I, uh, baseball is the most boring invention to come out of the United States of America, where I am not from. It's so good, which is fair. It's it's fair. It's it's a sign of a, a an uns, unsophisticated mind that he can't appreciate it. But um, for but for those of you, that's a discussion just, for another time. Just to time. save the listeners, these three once had an intro where they talked about baseball and I did tell them to their faces that that is the most unlistenable podcast. So just, just (laughs) as a caveat. So, you know what, Jordan, for your sake, I'm going to cut the baseball out of this pitch as much as possible. Uh, But but it's for Jacob and Will who have probably, have you both played backyard baseball? Oh, oh yeah, I played dude. I played the hell out of that game. Who is hands down the best backyard baseball character? Pablo Sanchez. Pablo Sanchez. Uh, Pablo Sanchez, no right. So yeah. we live in a Let's world tell his story. where Pablo Sanchez gets drafted to a, the major leagues as oh, a yes. as a child. <laughs> yeah. And I think canonically in the game he's what, like eight years old? Probably, probably. yeah, so he's eight. And he gets signed <laughs> to a contract do, with the Minnesota Twins. That's the do only we have a backstory for Pablo Escobar? Ah! <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's just a a kid with a big gut who happens to have great hand eye coordination. Okay, and he's yeah yeah. 
So the Minnesota Twins are like, we know this guy is only eight. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to take a chance and uh, sign him <laughs> to a big league deal. <laughs> and Pablo's like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do this. I'd rather play for the Minnesota Twins than with this ragtag group of other children. <laughs> and he signs the contract and becomes the most famous child athlete playing baseball in the Midwest of the United States at that time. That's oof. Oh damn. That's a that's a big that's a large bar to clear. Yeah. It's a, there's a lot of competition there. Yeah. So uh, the fame gets to his head, obviously. He's like, ah, shit, I'm Pablo Sanchez. All these other eight-year-old kids have nothing on me. <laughs> right? Factual, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's truth. And he spirals. He, he becomes addicted to, to drugs <laughs> and oh, <man>. women. <laughs> And oh shit! That he starts using anabolic steroids every single night because he doesn't know how to handle the fame and wants to live up to the expectations that are set before him. Um, and so he gets so strong because of this anabolic steroid addiction that he literally can't fit into any clothing. <laughs> And fucking he becomes beat me the, Pablo so Sanchez. He question, becomes question. <laughs> yes. So, is he still like, you know, like two foot nine? Yes. Which he canonically is in the in the game. He's yeah. Like super short, but he's yeah, just dude, like, <laughs> it's like it's like hard to find like XXL petite clothing. You know what I mean? Like it's they he's just like don't fucking, make it. He's like no. two. He's like two by two at this point. <laughs> He's probably, I mean, he's probably significantly wider than he is tall. Yeah, he's probably like two by four. Dude, he's like, <laughs> he's like the, he's like the classic uh, lumber, lumber dimensions, man. He is. And that's why yeah. his second career begins. Ooh. His second career as a small and large fashion designer. Okay. So he <laughs> opens up. Yeah, 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 yeah. He opens up. <laughs> a series of stores across the greater Midwest region called Pablo's Small and Large Shirts and Accessories. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, right. uh, and, and he falls in love with that career, and he can't decide whether or not he should continue just being a small and large fashion wear designer <laughs> or... If he should be a professional athlete for the Minnesota Twins. Well, he's under contract, though, Luke. Well, he's on a minor league contract. Oh. He hasn't... He, I mean, they signed him, but he, like, he's not in the starting lineup yet. He's got to... <sighs> sure, sure, sure. He's got to work his way up. Okay, so okay. you get these, these scenes where it's alternating between him having his fashion successes where he's modeling small and large clothing on like a runway at New York Fashion Week and Uh then he's hitting a home run in like 
the middle of nowhere Iowa in a minor league game. Mm-hmm. And he's got to decide which one he wants to do forever. You know, quick, quick, quick poll between the non-pitchers. Which which one do you think he's going to decide on? I think he's going to try for both, man. I hope he. That's I hope right. he picks fashion. He Luke tries for it. both, oh, just like okay. Jordan and Will both wanted. <laughs> I don't think that's what Jordan wanted, but go on. That's what I heard. <laughs> so he decides, hey, I'm all in. I'm going to sell small and large fashion wear that is baseball adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Meaning yeah, yeah. like all of his fashion wear has pinstripes or some shit like that. Yeah. So he always looks like a little watermelon. Yeah. Or, or a big watermelon, <laughs> rather. A freakishly jacked watermelon. Well, he looks like a small and large watermelon. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's so, the industry term. He looks like this small and large melon of yore. And he sells so many items of shirt and pant that the twins take note and they're like, oh shit, this is really catching on. Maybe we should model our uniforms after Pablo Sanchez's line of small and large clothing. So they do that. And then Pablo decides, wow, this is like blending my two passions. I should just continue to play for the twins and hit lots of dingers and wear this small and large cool uniform that the twins are wearing. So he does, and then he hits more home runs than Barry Bonds, except he stops using steroids so that there isn't an asterisk next to his home run. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the, that's it. That's the end. Dude, that's fucking, I mean, that's, that's the best pitch I've ever heard in my life. Also, it was such a, go on, Will. I was just going to say, we should definitely sell on the Pitch Hunt store. We should sell, like, shirts that say, I'm small and large. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get that merch store up and running, that'll be the first item on sale. What? I have no question of it. I, I love how that, that story just had an unequivocally happy ending, Luke. Yeah. I was really worried there in the in the middle. He was going through some real rough times, but I'm so so glad to see that he was able to 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 pull through. In the I end. was really worried an it's... antagonist was going to show up. <laughs> nah, nah. It's, it's, it's like this, this, see, Jordan, the antagonist in this are the ravages of addiction. <laughs> and two twenty seven a.m. is no time for antagonists. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we're we're coming up on one hour. Yeah, dude, you got like a perfect a perfect episode out of that. A perfectly rounded episode. You know, one thing that I loved about this. What did you? We love had about it? we had this long and and I think pretty interesting discussion at the middle in the at the at the beginning of the episode about how much great storytelling there is in the com- complexity of of uh, modern video games. And then we just all went back to just basic ass franchises and told basic ass <laughs> stories. I, the thing is, though, I really don't know any other video games. <laughs> you know, it's a fair yeah. point. Yeah. We we all kind of we went with things that we knew. And Jordan, I think that's what we have to do. When we have you back, which we will we will do multiple times, 
Yes. So we'll, Jordan, we'll, pitch you, we'll do better for you, I promise. <laughs> Jordan. Yes. Even though mine was a baseball pitch, do you ship it or not? Nah? I, I feel like it would it would go against code to not ship it. Yeah, yeah only only Will doesn't yeah. get shipped. I don't think <laughs> just think I, I don't think it would be fair. I don't think I I've earned the right to not ship anything. You yeah. haven't. Yeah. I'll just think go of, it of, a, of a good old a good old uh, baseball cricket ball. Okay, that's racist. Got him. You just you got him there. You had to get that zinger in right before the bangers end. and mash. All right, all right, Pitch Hunt Nation. Thanks for hanging the, in the, there with us. The joke us. is on you, yeah, Will, because I know you have to edit this in the cruel light of day. If you made it to the end of this episode, <laughs> I I think I you're our soulmate. You're you are our soulmate. Oh, yeah. No arguments here. No arguments yeah. here whatsoever. You're all my soul bonded mates. Oh. Just like Luke's pitch this podcast has a an unequivocally happy ending and i love it and we love you we do yeah, love you we uh, love quickly you oh bef- shit you, that was, you're that holding was, this together okay that was on. great jordan but we do have a couple of things that we should get to before okay, do that and then i'll try to segue again into love perfect so you can Find reach us out on to social us social media yeah pitch underscore hunt and we genuinely, truly would love to get at least like the tiniest bit of social media uh, interaction <laughs> going. Yeah, this Throw is this a, is not double tap those posts on Instagram. Yeah, give us a retweet on Twitter. It would be the yeah. best. We would love it. Shoot us an email. You can email the lot of us at info at pitchhunt.org. Uh, you can email us individually, Jacob at pitchhunt.org. Luke at pitchhunt.org. Oh, and Will at pitchhunt.org. Yeah, you're not waiting for me. <laughs> please, please leave that silence in, Will. Also, email also, Jordan at info at pitchhunt.org. Yeah, we'll yeah. forward it right to him. I promise. Well, it's I really do it's promise. been great being a guest. I know that um, yes, thank you so being much. a guest on the show makes it 20% more likely for you to listen to the show. So that's good, been good for you guys as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we get that yeah. one extra yeah. listener. And, uh, Absolutely. And we love you. We love you. We, we do. Love you. We love you out there. We Stay pitchy. You. Stay pitchy. Stay pitchy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.